The book we're reading this week contains scenes of violence, consensual non-consent, and aggressive men. So if that doesn't do it for you, you can for sure skip this episode. You're saying that with a full smile on your face. Because I'm so awkward. Because it's awful. Mikhail and I went grocery shopping together today. It was very gay. (laughs) Gay! It was extremely gay. Yeah, men were looking at us. I think they were confused and turned on, which I think is the goal that I want to put out into the universe. (laughs) Confused confused and and turned on. But also turned on. (laughs) (laughs) I organized my room this week, and I think that that's all I need to do for the year. Yeah, Michaela was in a deep depression, and then she organized her room, and now she's a menace because she's manic. Manic episode. I'm manic. I literally was like, I need, I'm just going to sweep my room. And I like reorganized everything, chucked half of my stuff out, did a deep cleanse. That's always how it works out. You're like, I'm just going to like dust things. And then you just go through all your like baby pictures. (laughs) It's like all your old like ex's underwears, like literally like whatever's in the back, back, back of your closet. You end up like dredging up. You have your ex's underwear in the back, back, back of your closet. I have my ex's hands in my back, back closet. Oh my God. I cut them all off. If you're missing hands. I've got them. (laughs) You're my ex. <laughs> I actually do have a box. Yeah, this is why I, I said this, because you have a box with baggies of all your ex's little belongings, <laughs> like a witch, like a hag in the woods. Sometimes I know that a relationship is going sideways, so I just start to steal things. She has baggies <laughs> with, with labels on them. I labeled them. Filled with, like, little trinkets from their time together. Yeah. But, like, not from, like, nice times. It's, like, from stupid times. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Well, okay, I used to do this thing when I initially started dating people and I wasn't a jaded whore. And I would take something. When was this? I don't know. (laughs) Ages ago. (laughs) No, I used to, on our first dates, I would take, like, one thing. Just from the restaurant or whatever we did. And I would keep a little baggie and be like, oh my God, wouldn't that be so cute if one day we got married? And I would be like, this coaster is from the first brewery you ever took me to. And I would literally write down notes. Oh my God. So that in the future, because I went to someone's wedding shower and they had this questionnaire of like, what was your first date? What did you do? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I probably wouldn't remember. So I need to take notes. But then I was disappointed so much that I stopped doing that. So now one day I'm going to meet the love of my life and they'll be like, how did you meet? And I'll probably tell the story of like freaking Steve from down the street. And he'll be like, <laughs> he'll be like, that wasn't me. My name's Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> <He's talking about. laughs> I had I had good intentions. Well, at least you have the podcast because I feel like you say a lot of fun dating stories on here. So it's like archived a little bit. It kind of is, actually. We can just like put out a back call to our smuts and be like, please find information on this person with this name. Did the date go well? Yeah, because I literally use their name. But I only ever tell the bad stories. I don't really tell good stories on here. That's true. Because good stories are boring. This is true. They're not good content. No. 
Happiness is not good content. <laughs> Nobody wants to know about anyone else's happinesses. Oh, never. Happiness. 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 No, I'm currently looking at a bouquet of roses, which a man brought to me. You yeah. know who you are. You listen. It was King Carden, everyone. <laughs> we all know King Carden. We all know King Carden. He calls in sometimes. Well, yeah. we call him. Well, we call him. Yeah. And then he brought us wine, too. Yeah, which um, he picked out specially for, like, the sexual innuendo-type names that they were given. <laughs> Mine was Toasted Head, Chardonnay, and Michaela's was Freak Show, <laughs> Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> Freak Show checks out. Do you have a question for me today? I really didn't plan. Well, I never plan a question. <laughs> I just, sometimes they just arise in me. Yeah, I think maybe I should read the back of the book that I'm reading this week and then maybe something will come to you. Maybe. Okay, but also, would you ever have a threesome? Yeah. With men or women? Um, What's the ratio? I feel like I would like to have one with two men, but I would also like to have one with a man and a woman. Yeah. See, I don't think that I'm on the same... I love women. <laughs> we love a sentence that starts, I love women. But. But. <laughs> no, I, I just really don't think it's my thing. No, I was asking it to be your thing. No. So well, okay. a lot of men do ask it to be your thing. I feel oh. like whenever I have a conversation with a guy about having a threesome, he's like, okay, so would you find the woman? And I'm like, no, I don't really want that. I can acknowledge female beauty and like, but I don't think that I've actually genuinely ever been turned on by a woman. I appreciate it and its goals and I put it into my own little bank for like who, what I want to look like, but I don't ever, I'm not like, ooh, spank bank. I don't think I would have fun. I feel like I would feel like it's a competition the whole time and I wouldn't. That checks out for you. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I don't want to give any man that pleasure. Men don't this deserve women. This is so women. accurate. Men don't deserve pleasure. No, they don't deserve happiness. No, they don't. They don't deserve to get what they want. No, and they really do not deserve to have two women. No. They do not deserve no. that. No way are they going they to... No, no way, no, no, no way. No. no way are they making both those women come. Well, they maybe. Rare. I, rare. I, I know men. Maybe rare. <laughs> I don't think it's that rare. A man with two women. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that feels too generous. I don't want to give that to them. I don't want to satisfy them in that way. I want them to feel awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is the book I brought this week. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I didn't know if I should bring this on the podcast. Oh. I was looking for second choices, but I didn't have time. So we're sticking with what I planned. Okay. I'm bringing back an Mm. author that we know. I don't want it. I'm assuming by the way that you're looking that it's not a good author. It's not one that we want. Is it Christine Feehan? It's not Christine Feehan. The book I brought this week is called Does It Hurt by H.D. Carlton. Oh, okay, H.D. Carlton. (laughs) They did um, Adeline. What is it? Haunting Adeline. Haunting Adeline. Is that the one where she's fucked with a gun? Yep. Hot. This one is kind of on that same wavelength. It's pretty intense. I think that's her MO. It's really intense. (laughs) Did I share on the podcast my gun story with what's his face? Your gun story? Dharma has the memory of a goldfish. He's so... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was telling this guy... Because you give the worst props. (laughs) Because I can't tell more than that without telling the whole story. I told a story about a gun. 
What gun? Who's the guy in the gun? (laughs) Tell the story. Tell the story. I was telling this guy that I saw once. I don't know how else you to saw put a it. man. I slept with him. Um, who I is was it? talking to him about a book. You'll know who it is. I was talking to him about this book where she's fucked by a gun, and he was like, "Oh, do you want that?" And I was like, "Maybe." And he's like, "I would fuck you with one of my guns." And I was like, "Get out!" And he was like, "Yeah." And then I cock it, and I was like, "Get out!" <laughs> no. No, it's Did not he a- know that's what happens in the book? No. <gasps> so he just knew. He just knew instincts. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a little bush boy. Okay, this is the back. Okay. Who am I? We didn't describe the cover of the book. Oh shit. <laughs> um, okay, so the cover of the book is a classic dark background with white writing. There's a woman, she looks angsty, she's looking up, holding her throat. There's a lighthouse. It really doesn't look like a sexy book. It looks like maybe like a thriller, mystery murder, muck duck. It says, the beacon of light was supposed to save me. Is this about God? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Well, she is looking up. It's kind of looking heavenly. Can I guess? Yeah. Does she almost drown? And then a man saves her and then keeps her captive in a lighthouse. And then he likes to use, what is it? What do you call it when they suffocate you? Breath play? Yeah. <laughs> that one? You're not crazy far off. Well... Because I am God. She is Jesus. Jesus! Anyways, okay. This is the back. Who am I? I've forgotten the answer to that question long ago. Oh my god, she has amnesia! Ever since I ran from that house, so desperate to escape, I left with only the clothes on my back and socks on my feet. She was kidnapped. She escaped. After that day, I've only ever walked in stolen shoes. Oh. Could I be a girl who is searching for the meaning of life in faceless men? They were all so forgettable. Until he came along. He took me under a waterfall and made me forget my name, and in return I took his instead. Enzo Vitale. An enigmatic man that will only ever love the deep sea. Or rather the predators that inhabit it. Turns out he's not so different than the monsters he feeds. He lured me onto his boat like a fish in the ocean, seeking vengeance for my crime. Had I realized his intentions, and that a massive storm would leave us shipwrecked, I would have run. Is he a sex trafficker? Now I'm a girl who's seeking refuge in a decrepit lighthouse with a man who loathes me almost as much as he craves me. Why does he hate her? He wants to hurt me. But the old caretaker of the abandoned (gasps) island may have intentions far more sinister. What? There's another man? It's no longer a question of who I am, but rather, will I survive? This gave me nothing. There's no information in this Yeah, no, no. (laughs) It's kind of like, here's a little bit of... Never mind. Never mind. Oh, you want to know her? Never mind. Just kidding. There's maybe another man? Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) What? So she was kidnapped and then ran away. A man found her, said, get on my boat. No, no, sorry. They fucked in a waterfall. Then he said, get on my boat like a fish. Then they drive off into the sunset. Something bad happens in the water. They see a lighthouse. They go, life, found the light. She went to the light. It's God. She went to the lighthouse. The lighthouse man is like, I am a creepy pedophile. I will fuck you. And she's like, no, save me. And then there's maybe like monsters. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
this is what happens <laughs> she, she said all of that is wrong <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not all wrong pretty good um she runs away from home because her brother is a psychopath and like is in love with her oh, oh my god yeah like creepy 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 wants to kill her and also wants to fuck her okay would you rather fuck your stepbrother or your stepdad stepdad if I'm fucking step anything, it's my stepdad. Yeah, but what if your stepbrother's really hot? Okay, well, then I'm fucking my stepbrother. Well, what if your stepdad is really hot? <laughs> I'm fucking them both. <gasps> Same time. Oh, my God. What about you? I don't answer the questions. <laughs> um. Yeah, so her brother's a literal psychopath. Okay, and hot. no one believes her, so she runs away. Love. I love not believing women. Love it. What a fun trope. Love it so much. And also her brother is a cop. They always are. Sorry to all the cops out there. I dated a maybe cop and that wasn't a good time. Yeah. Crazy. Really misogynist. Yeah. We don't trust it. And so she's on the lamb. She's running and like her brother's a cop so he can find her. So she's stealing men's identities. She sleeps with them. And then while they're asleep after having done the deed, she takes all their information and steals their identities so that she can like live wait what did she, does she look androgynistic no but she like takes men's names that are kind of like unisex but their id has photos on it well she can fake the photos okay she takes all their information and like makes a fake id with it so she tries to find men that she looks like no, it has nothing to do with looking like them. It has nothing to do with the pictures. How do you take someone's identity without looking like them? You'd like take all their credit card information. You take like their SIN number, all that kind of stuff. Oh. And you just like act as if you are them. And she mm. makes fake IDs with their information. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she like steals their credit cards and stuff. Sure. And so one day she meets this man, Enzo. She's in Australia. Mm -hmm. And he is a shark man. He works to <laughs> He is Shark Boy and Lava He's Girl. Shark Boy. He like <laughs> works for like a shark protection company. So okay. he like owns a boat that and like makes more sense. <laughs> feeds the sharks. He is a, a shark, shark man. man. He's half shark. <laughs> Wouldn't have seen that coming. What crazy. Paranormal romance. Oh my god, but kind of hot in Harry Potter when he like turns <gasps> into a shark Victor at that one Crumb. point. Victor Crumb is hot. He That's gives the statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they it's like the best lay of her life she's like i wish i wasn't i didn't need to steal his identity but they sleep together once and she's like i'm falling in love they spend a weekend together he fucks her under a waterfall it's really good great but she steals his identity and he finds out pretty much like right away and is like i'm gonna find her and i'm gonna show her how much pain she caused me <gasps> he's so angry about it for like no reason well, I'd be pretty upset if somebody's like buying stuff on my credit card. Yeah, but he's angry enough that he's like, I want to find her and I want to murder her. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I think high stakes for a book called Does It Hurt? Does It Hurt? I. Why would it take men longer than maybe 10 minutes to realize what happened? Because they're stupid. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, Michaela. I'm just the messenger. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> so he ends up finding her I forget how and he's like you should come on my boat and he like pretends nothing happens mm -hmm. and she's like okay I'll come on your boat one last hurrah and he like brings them out into the middle of the sea 
and is like, you fucking stole my identity. I'm going to show you how you hurt me. Get ready. I'm going to fucking beat your ass. And then he gets really aggressive with her. Okay. Yeah. Um, but after this sex scene that I'm going to read you, yeah. there's a huge storm. And they get the boat capsizes. And mm-hmm. they end up on like an island. She ends up saving Enzo. Um, and they end up on an island. There's this crazy old caretaker. And the lighthouse is haunted. And there's like noises in the attic. And the caretaker is like wanting to like capture this woman, kill Enzo. Is and, he like, cute though? The lighthouse man? Yeah, or is he old? He's old and creepy. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. And I think it ends up that his daughter is in the attic <gasps> and he's chained her up. That's very like, don't breathe. 100% don't breathe vibes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Picasso, I like it. Picasso, I feel I like, like I would read this book. It's not written the best, to be honest. Oh, okay. But the concept is very up your alley. Sure. Do you have any questions? Um... I don't know. What did you say were the things that were going to happen that people should be weary of? Consensual non-consent. Oh, okay. It's a rape. It is rape. Okay. (laughs) Well, it gets rapey and drowning. (gasps) So breath play. Breath play. You were right. It was accurate. Would you date someone who has like who enjoys the consent non-consent? Like wants to reenact sort of um, rape culture type things i think it's a red flag if a man wants to do that Mm -hmm. to a woman Mm -hmm. i don't think it's a red flag if someone wants it done to them Mm. okay i think it's bad if someone's like i want to do this to someone Mm -hmm. because that means that's underlying things Mm -hmm. but if someone's like i want this done to me i don't think that's as bad as the other way around I feel like it still needs to be unpacked. Obviously. I think regardless. Obviously. Something's happening. Obviously. Okay. Okay. I think he's Italian. Love that. Are you going to do an Italian (laughs) accent? (laughs) Get out. What's his name again? Enzo. Enzo Vitale. Enzo Vitale. Enzo Vitale. Enzo's a good name. It's pretty solid. Yeah. He's Italian-Australian. Oh. (laughs) So he lives. He's from Italy, but he lives in Australia. Okay, so you're gonna do an Italian slash Australian exactly, accent? Exactly. Yeah. Is there any way for me to off myself right here? <laughs> Can I just become deceased? Go get a knife. Okay. But maybe I'll do a little bit. I'll try and do a little Italian. Love it. One. I feel like okay. we've never done that one before. No, no, we did um, Trouble in High Heels, and he was Italian. Oh yeah, true. Okay. Dharma has the memory of a goldfish. <laughs> Put your hand in the water. Ah! <laughs> he directs. Fuck now. Nothing is going to come up and bite you. Just feel it. Exhaling a shuddering breath, I lean forward and brush my fingertips through the cold water. He's going to push her head in. You're touching an entire universe right now. Ew. A microscopic portion of a universe. You know what this book reminds me of? 300 and whatever. You know that you know that movie, like the sexy one? Oh my where God, it's really 365 aggressive? Days? Yeah. 1,000%. That one. Because he is Italian and he kind of kidnaps her and then it's just like consent, non-consent. And the blowjob scene in <gasps> the airplane Oh my God. is a wild. She's literally crying. Crying. I watched that with my mom. 
that's drama accidentally my mom was like i heard this movie's really good i don't know what it's about she played it we watched half of it and i was like i think we need to turn this off (laughs) what did she say she was like yeah maybe (laughs) and then we watched the jeffrey epstein documentary instead (laughs) that is such a 180 switch but also not really but not really not really Oh, my God. Today, this morning, Michaela, literally first thing she says when she wakes up is, I can't wait to watch that cannibalism documentary. (laughs) But genuinely excited about it. She's so excited. I love finding good docs. Doc Martens? No. (laughs) Documents. Yes. (laughs) I love them. If anybody has any recommendations, but I need it to be like abducted in plain sight or like, uh, I don't know, another one. Did you ever watch um, Keep Sweet? pray and obey or whatever yeah is that about the cult the mormons yeah i did i didn't really care for it to be honest it got really nasty at the end oh did it i I didn't make it to the end they like showed the audio of him with that like 12 year old girl yeah it was really disgusting awful it's an ecosystem full of millions of species some of them you couldn't even imagine i hate this (laughs) His hands drift to my hips, cupping them in his large palms and squeezing, sending delicious tremors down my spine. Oh, I like that. What you're touching right now is sacred. It's to be respected. I hate this. This reminds me of that date that you went on with that guy that tapped for you. Oh! (laughs) Have we talked about this on the podcast? Because that is outrageous. We literally went on a walk. That was the date. We went on a walk along the water. And this man jumps on a bench and starts tapping. (laughs) He's tap dancing. Yeah. But in a way to like seriously show off. Seriously showing off. Mm -hmm. And I literally was like, I would give my arm for Michaela to be here right now. (laughs) I would have made fun of that man so hard. I was laughing at him. Yes. I was standing in the corner. He was in his own little world, like doing his tap dance. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? What in the La La Land is this? What in the... What? He's like the knockoff Ryan Gosling. Literally. Well, he is actually. He's kind of short, blonde with glasses. What was his name? Tappy Tap. Oh, yeah. We called him Tappy Tap. (laughs) I don't know. I don't remember his name. I think his name was like Cody. Oh, my God. It was Cody. (laughs) Shout out to Cody. Cody, if you're listening, never never do that ever again. (laughs) No, and then we were at a party later that summer, and he started doing that in the kitchen. Do you remember? It was like a freaking dance battle. Yeah, but nobody asked for it. Nobody asked for it. We were all standing around talking, and he all of a sudden just started very intensely tapping. And then one of our friends, Sam, shout out to Sam. We love him. Protect him at all costs. Protect him. I think it was Sam started tapping with him. Yeah. Or but in a was, way that he's not a tapper, like it was bad. Yeah. It was or, funny. And then also Cody's friend, the guy who hid in the bush later that night, remember? <laughs> oh my God. Is that the guy that I thought was gay? With the bandana. And then he held my hand. He held your hand. No, not no, it's a different guy. <laughs> what was his name? That was such a chaotic party. This man, I thought he was gay for the whole evening. And you know how like when there's a gay man, you kind of let your guard down as a straight yeah. woman in a different way. Yeah. You're a little bit more chummy with them. And like, I don't know, it's different. It's different vibes. Different dynamic. Hanging out with um, a gay man. So I thought he was. And so the whole night I was like, you know, chumming it up. And then I was laying in the middle of the street. Don't ask questions. Throw back to BC parties. Yeah. And then he just came over, laid beside me, and I was like, oh, this is kind of nice. Oh, my God. Look at the stars. And then he held my hand, and I was like, oh, 
Wait. I'm confused. Uh, no. And then he asked me on a date the next day. Anyways. Anyways, so many things happened that night. This, him talking about the water that way, makes me think of Tappy Tap. Ta- 100% Tappy Tap vibes. Hot breath fans across the shell of my ear, followed by his wicked voice. It's to be feared. I swallow, my eyes fluttering when his fingers brush up my stomach, eliciting goosebumps. A sharp gasp leaves my lips when I see something massive and gray swim beneath the surface. I jump back, bumping into Enzo, but he's a solid stone and doesn't allow me to get very far. Oh my god, I breathe when a great white shark breaks (gasps) the surface only mere feet away. What? Swallowing a large chunk of chum in the water. There's another, I squeal, noticing another great white about ten feet away. Oh my god, where are they? In Australia. Oh my god. Mm Mm-hmm, he hums deeply, his hands wandering down to the button of my shorts. I can't decide which to focus on, the terrifying beasts that are several feet away or what Enzo is doing. Deftly, his fingers slip past my unbuttoned jeans and slide along the waistband of my bottoms, snagging my attention completely. Fuck the sharks. I'm more concerned about the one behind me. Oh. What are you doing? I whisper, though I'm not sure if I really care. In lieu of a response, his thumbs hook into the waistband of my shorts and bathing suit bottoms, and he pulls them down as far as they'll go. Take them off, he orders, his voice deeper than the ocean we're treading on, sending another shiver rolling down my spine. I thought this wasn't sex, I say shakily. Do you want me to stop? God, no, I choke out, removing the bottoms the rest of the way and tossing them to the side. Good girl, he purrs, sliding down his own shorts. I feel his length brush across my backside and my body immediately tightens with visceral need. Why can't he be like the other men? Mediocre, at best, if I'm lucky. They were so much easier to let go of, to forget about until someone called me by their name. Can you take me, Bella Ladra? <gasps> I don't know what Bella Ladra means, but oh, I'm too lost. I thought it was her name. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I like it. No, it's an Italian saying. It means beautiful thief. Oh. But I'm too lost in the feel of him dragging his fingers through my pussy to care. I would name my child that. Bella Ladra? Yeah. It's two words. Well, you, well, you could put a little dash in it. Or you could just make it one name. This is true. Bella Ladra. How would you say it without the accent? Bella Ladra. I kind of like it. Bella Ladra. No, I... it's too many L's. No, it's too many L's. Maybe if it was just Belladra. No. Belladra? <laughs> Belladra. Belladra. And then the Italians would be like, what? That means nothing. <laughs> yes, I moan, trembling when I feel the tip of his cock replacing his fingers. My teeth clamp down on my bottom lip as he slowly pushes inside me, stretching me until the burn is as cathartic as the bruising grip around my hips. He gives me barely any time to truly adjust and sets a quick, steady pace, pumping inside me until my eyes are crossing. Oh, he's... Wait. (laughs) (laughs) I had so many thoughts at the same time. He's already inside her and her eyes are crossing. Have you ever crossed your eyes because the sex is so good? No. I feel like that's a porn thing. (laughs) I've seen porn stars like roll their eyes in the back of their heads. Yeah. Which is so stupid. Yes. 
I don't think I've done any of that. Crossing your eyes. Maybe it's a figure of speech. I hope it is. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Embarrassing, but one time... (laughs) (laughs) One time I was so just into it and like living my my best life that I started drooling. (laughs) (laughs) What? Wait, what position were you in? Were you on top? Were you drooling on him? Or were you, it was just like coming out the corner of your mouth. Yeah, it was just coming out the corner and I, it was from behind and I was like oh, okay. on it, like looking back on an angle and I guess my <laughs> mouth was open. I was just like moaning and like I wasn't really thinking about it. <laughs> I just like dripped yeah. out. But, but he like sexually was like, do I make you drool? And like, <laughs> and then whatever you, no, it, it was hot. But anyways. Oh, well, uh, that's so funny. I love it. Yeah, good times. Sex life of a mouth breather. Wow. <laughs> I needed one more time with you. He rasps. Ancora una volta. Oh. That means just one more. Oh, it has the translation at the bottom. It's got little footnotes. Oh, I love that. I do also love it, but I don't think there's enough Italian in this book for it to be warranted. Well, maybe they could just put it in brackets beside or in italics if they wanted the translation. Yeah. Does it need to be a footnote? No. Heart in my throat, a choked moan slips past. Adrenaline ignites when one of the sharks splash right in front of the boat, causing my muscles to tighten. Enzo groans in response, feeling my body clench around him. Wait, is he saying one last time because he's going to kill her with the sharks? She gonna pu- is he going to push her in? Is he? He's going to put her arm in the water. I don't know anything. He drives into me harder and reaches around to slip his fingers between my thighs, circling them over my clit. My head kicks back and the world around me fades. Monsters be damned. Do they scare you? He murmurs. Mm, I mumble, an orgasm forming in the pit of my stomach. All my focus is on that tightening knot, so desperate for it to snap, yet never wanting it to end. God damn, you're gripping me so fucking tight. Move up, he demands, grabbing my hips and nudging me forward. I try to resist, but he easily overpowers me. My breath stalls as he coerces me to the very edge of the boat, Mm. where two massive sharks swim beneath. (gasps) Enzo, I breathe. Fear filling my bloodstream, yet it only serves to heighten the pleasure streaming throughout my body as he rolls his hips. My head tips back, a moan working its way out of my throat. I'm so close and my lungs are depleting of oxygen as he drives me to that edge. I need to breathe desperately and I won't be able to as long as he's inside me. I reach down between my legs and circle my clit, but he stops me. (gasps) Did I say you could come? He asks darkly. Please, I need it, I plead, my brows pinching. Cazzo, I don't know how you do it, he groans. A gasp leaves my lips when his hand reaches around and seizes me by the throat, pulling me into him until my back is molded to his chest. Nice. Good move. Good move. This is good so far. I'm enjoying it. Nice. (laughs) She's like, you're a psycho. (laughs) I just know it's coming, so I'm bracing myself. Tell me how, he murmurs in my ear, his voice hardening. Even with an orgasm on the horizon, an alarm starts ringing in the back of my head when his hand tightens. How what? I choke out, his thrusts becoming more savage. 
Tell me how you can fuck me so easily knowing that you've stolen from me. My eyes widen, and though my body turns solid stone, he doesn't stop rolling his hips. Oh, so this is before they're on the island. Yeah. Oh, I really... I didn't know that. Sorry, I maybe confused you. This is the moment where he tricked her to come on his boat so he could have revenge. This is before the storm. Okay. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I was also like, why are you fucking him? I was so confused, (laughs) but I was just going with it. Okay. He knows. He's known this whole time. And I walked right into his trap like an idiot. Well, she really did. She really did. She stole his identity and then, like, will trust that he doesn't know. If you steal someone's credit card... They know immediately. They know pretty much immediately. As soon as they check their banking app, they will know. Well, even just their wallet. Like, literally. The wallet is gone. The wallet is gone. What are you talking about? How do you think he doesn't know? Ugh, girl. It's like you're fucking begging me for me to break you. A whimper breaks through the constrictive barrier his hand is creating around my windpipe, and my hands fly to his, clawing at them to release me. He doesn't stop thrusting, and despite the terror beginning to take over, I'm still on the precipice of coming. You want to draw blood, baby? He breathes, forcing my head back until his lips are poised over mine. I can do worse, he whispers, rolling his hips again, his cock hitting a spot that has my eyes threatening to roll. Again? What's up with her eyes? Some wires crossed for sure. I force them ahead, desperately trying to bring myself away from oblivion, but he's making it impossible when he hits... Fuck. When he hits that spot there. Let me go, I wheeze, scraping my nails harder. I said I'd give you a kiss for coming with me, didn't I? Unlike you, I'm not a fucking liar. (gasps) And just as the last word slips from his mouth, his teeth clamp onto my bottom lip and bite. Heart. Oh my god. I squeal, thrashing against him as copper fills my mouth. (gasps) This isn't a fucking kiss. It feels like he's trying to sever my goddamn lip from my face. Oh my god. He rips himself away, breathing heavily, my blood smeared across his chin. I'm gasping for breath, terror constricting my chest from the feral look on his face. He's fucking scaring me, and as his eyes zero in on my bleeding lip, I have a sick feeling he hasn't even begun to truly scare me yet. Well, he's gonna put her head in the water. Such a pretty sight to see you bleed for me, he rasps. I don't think I'm the only thing that'll love it, though. The sharks! Before his words can be processed, he's forcing my head down. Immediately, his intentions become clear. My eyes widen as a horror unlike anything I've ever felt grabs a hold of me. Of my heart, my lungs, my entire fucking being. Oh my god. No, no, no. I scream, fighting like my life depends on it. It Because my life does depend (laughs) on it. Girl. You wanted to be a shark expert, baby girl? You wanted to take that from me? then you gotta learn how to fucking swim with them. Oh my god. My pleas are cut off as he finally pushes my head into the water. Mm. My eyes open, immediately burning from the salt, but I hardly notice. Not when I see the blood from my lip swirling within the seawater. The water where two massive great white sharks are lurking. Mm. I desperately thrash against him, feeling like the predator in the water is going to come up any second and bite me. Yeah. Meanwhile, Enzo continues to move inside me, 
his other hand bruising on my hip. Just when my vision begins to blacken, he's lifting my head up and I suck in a harsh breath, my eyes wide with hysteria. Still, he roughly fucks me while I heave in precious oxygen. The taste of you is fucking addicting, I must admit. He purrs in my ear. Of her blood? Let them taste you too, baby. Yep. I would assume. Of her blood. (laughs) Oh my god. Wait! I choke, the word overpowered by a wet cough. My nails score into his thighs, but I can feel him beginning to push my head back down. Wait! All I can manage is another scream before he's shoving my head back underwater. No, take a breath in. Why would you waste it? My heart is beating erratically and I thrash in his hold again, but only achieve drowning myself faster. Water fills my lungs and oh god, I feel the pulse of water moving, like something massive is heading right toward me and fast too. My god. For the second time, he's pulling me out of the water and I'm immediately heaving air, choking on it and hacking up water. A sob bursts from my throat, tears streaming down my cheeks and mixing with the water pouring down my face from the drenched hair. And so, please don't let them. Don't worry, baby. They're not the ones you should be afraid of. Before I can get another word out, he's forcing me back down again. My eyes snap open, and this time I do see something move beneath the surface. It's blurry, but it's fast. And it's shooting up from the depths of the ocean, (gasps) aiming straight for me. It's a shark! Oh my god! Enzo moves inside me quicker, and then suddenly pulls out. Just barely do I feel something wet splash onto my back, but I'm far more concerned about the predator seconds away from taking me under. He's just seasoning her. <laughs> Michaela! <laughs> Ew! That's the worst seasoning he could have chosen. Wow, it's just a little bit salty, a little bit tangy. Ew! Some umame. Ew! <laughs> a little miso soup moment. Ew! Michaela. Some icing. Some icing. <laughs> Mm, I want icing now. That is, you should not be hungry after I say that. Just as I'm convinced that I'm going to be eaten alive, he yanks my head out of the water again. Once more, I'm heaving in air, choking on it, and coughing as my eyes bug from my head. Seconds later, the shark bursts through the surface (gasps) right where my head had been, bashing into the boat, its mouth open as it searches for its prey. Oh my god. I scream, scrambling back into Enzo as the boat rocks violently. He gets to his feet, dragging me backward, then drops me, leaving me hyperventilating. I'm still drowning, but only in absolute terror. End of sex scene. Wait, I'm confused. Why isn't she dead? Wait, why isn't he killing her? (laughs) What's happening? He just wanted to scare her. So he's just, he was like, I'm going to take her out into the middle of nowhere, almost murder her, and then just bring her back like he's actually not going to kill he that's not the plan i don't know what his whole plan was because it gets interrupted halfway through from the storm okay so he so he's um i think he wanted to like hold like kidnap her and like hold her hostage and yeah. like do things to her sure torture her or whatever yeah 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 that is crazy crazy and i chose this book because haunting adeline was so popular mm-hmm 
And so when she came out with this one, people were like, what's it going to be? And everyone was like, the shark scene, the shark scene, the shark scene. And I was like, what the fuck is the shark scene? Okay. And so I, I found it out. I found out what it was. It got hyped up. She really got hyped up. The shark scene. Okay. Yeah. It started pretty hot, to be honest. Yeah. And even a little bit of the suffocation, I was like, okay, kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of hot. Yeah. But yeah we it we turned te- murderous yeah. it literally yeah. turned murderous yes. it turned criminal minds it did it really did this yeah. whole book is criminal minds mm-hmm. and like they do end up falling in love sure as one does but it's like i wasn't convinced because the whole falling in love was them literally criminal mindsing each other well it's just what's that thing where you fall in love with your captor stockholm syndrome that's what it is she literally brings it up she's like i think i have stockholm syndrome and he's like no you don't <laughs> Let me love bomb you. Let me love bomb you. Would you let someone do this to you? No. <laughs> okay, would you rather be eaten alive by a shark, a tiger, or a polar bear? Polar bear. What? <laughs> polar bears are scary. I know, but so are sharks and tigers. I think a shark would be At least at least if it's a polar bear, I know that I'm like contributing to the ecosystem because polar bears are endangered <laughs> and they need food aren't lions also kind of endangered though lions you mean tigers tigers yeah that's true tigers are kind of endangered I, and also sharks sharks yeah. are misunderstood yeah like i feel like i would pick shark because i would be in the water and hopefully i would just drown after like the first bite like you're trying like yeah. you're underwater they bite you once they tear it off you're like drowning drowning and then you would just die and then then they would eat the rest of you and then you're one with the ocean yeah whereas i feel like lions they like pounce you and then they eat a little bit of you and then they wait for the rest of their gang to come well i think i think tigers because they're like cats right they play with their food exactly i think that polar bears are the same though no polar bears are just very aggressive well (laughs) i feel intrigued by this book my really, my fucked up colors are showing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Just, That's okay. There's you know. no shame here. No, never. There is quite a bit of sex because they are, they do have to stay in the same room in this lighthouse. Mm-hmm. And of so course. They, yeah, they do end up like having sex and it is rough and she gets back at him and like, it is like cat and mouse, like very mm-hmm. much power play. Yeah. So the, the sex scenes are pretty, they, they are hot. Um, But I think it's just the story is a little creepy because there's also like hauntings and a creepy old man. I kind of love that. Would Did you like this one or Haunting Adeline better? That's a good question. I think I liked Haunting Adeline a little better. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think with this one, when they added in the creepy lighthouse man, it really added like, okay, this is a horror story also. Mm. But with Haunting Adeline, it's just this like creepy stalker man. So Haunting Adeline never intrigued me oh. to read because I'm like, I don't really care about a stalker. Oh. Like what a slow burn of a read. It's yeah. just a man watching you. Yeah. I don't really care. Like, yes, that's scary, but I don't really care. Whereas a kidnapping, it's yeah. way more fast moving. Yeah. That's also like one of your biggest fears. Exactly. Being stalked is one of mine. Bigger than being kidnapped? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I think it's having to always look over my shoulder. That's mm. scary. Mm-hmm. And like not seeing anything. This is true. That's, yeah. Like those are the horror stories that I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. They could like be in your bedroom while yeah. you sleep. I feel, it's a toss up, you know. It is. Both are ex- very scary. <laughs> creepy things. Both and are very, very creepy. true things. Yeah. And they happen yeah, way more than you think they do. Yeah. Um. Okay. What would you rate this? I want to say like maybe a four. 
were you satisfied? Were you turned on? Like, I think I want to give it because, like, the beginning half was good. I think I was turned on. Ooh, yeah, girl. I don't think that I was, like... The adrenaline was pumping. Yeah, I wasn't getting hot and steamy. Yeah. But I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah. And I felt turned on at the beginning. Yeah. What would you rate it? Even when he seasoned her. Ew, when he seasoned her. Uh, I would rate it a five. You're satisfied? Yeah, I think I would rate it a five. Like, I don't think it's anything more than that because I wasn't, like, hot and heavy. No. But I don't think it's a four because it was, like, it was something different. It was a little bit racy. (laughs) It did get my heart pumping. Yeah, I I was excited. Yeah. She she was on the edge of her seat. I don't know. So much anticipation. Are you opposed to a five? I'm not opposed to a five. I will get on board with a five. Okay, great. Love it. Solid five. Solid. If you're someone who likes to live on the edge and likes um, their limits to be tested, you should check out this book. Yeah, if you want your life seasoned to perfection... (sighs) You should you should read H.G. Carlton's books. And if you're more intrigued by this, you should go back and listen to our episode with Haunting Adeline. Haunting Adeline. It's called He Has a Gun. He Has a Gun. He Has a Gun. That was in season two, everyone. If you just want to know more about us, you should follow us on our Instagram at NotMothersBookClub. You can also send us an email to NotMothersBookClub at gmail.com. Um, you know, just with your suggestions and your dick pics and your fears and your... Your fears. Yeah, you can literally just email us your fears. You should use us as your, like, diary. Yeah. You know in New Moon when Edward leaves Bella and she just is constantly writing Alice emails and none of them ever send? (laughs) I think that you all should send us emails like Bella sent Alice emails. Yeah, and we'll never respond to them. We'll we'll read them all, but we'll never (laughs) respond to them. We'll just show up at your house one day. Yeah, and scare the living bejesus out of (laughs) you. We thought you died. We thought you died. I had a vision. We had a friend ask us recently how many emails we get, and I was like, none. <laughs> we get like one a month, maybe. Yeah. It's like I really thought you'd be swimming. And we're like, no. no, we literally no one cares. We want, we just want to have friends. We, be we do want to have friends. Just send us an email. We want to feel popular. At not mother's book club at gmail.com. <laughs> or you can also become a patron. Um, and yeah, if you really want to be best friends with us, yeah, yeah, best friends. Be a patron. Yeah, you guys get so much extra content for Literally. like what, like two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> You guys get so much more content and there's bloopers. You get bloopers and you get a full extra episode. Yeah, that is personalized. We call people out by name. We really do. <laughs> we It's actually a really fun little community and we have little chats with them and they know all of our deepest, darkest secrets. Literally, we tell them how big our shit was. Like, yeah. that's how no boundaries <laughs> yeah. we have. If you think that me telling you that I drool during sex is my deepest, darkest secret, you haven't even lived. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you become a dp we'll bite your lip and shove you into a shark tank oh my god 1000 we'll do that for you yeah we also dharma writes you personalized smut i do she really does i do so anyways okay we're gonna sign off my mom's calling we gotta answer the mom call I have to answer my mother bye bye <laughs> wait wait save it wait it's not on okay go now It's my mama, everyone. Hi, mom. <laughs> She's just laughing. Do you have anything to say to the smuts? I love smut. I love smut, she said. 
<laughs> any anything else any words of wisdom listen to my daughter and to my second daughter because they have words of wisdom that's all she wrote folks that's, that's the all one she wrote. <laughs> If that doesn't convince you to listen to our podcast and give us money, then I don't know what does. That's right. Be a patron. That's all I'm saying. Be a patron. That's all she's saying. (laughs) 